0: Okie dokie. Welcome back to the program, Jimmy. Did the Socceroos archivists find the old bong from the friendly against Jamaica, DK11, looking at the world in a different way? And that's just a generalisation stereotyping uh, there. So uh, thank you, DK11. Some people who won't be do generalisation or stereotyping is Michelle Bishop. And I'm happy to say Michelle's on the line. G'day, Michelle.
1: Good afternoon. I'm coming to you from a small pond because I'm not in Sydney today. Now that I'm uh, not the chief rugby league reporter at seven, I've got a bit of uh, uh, time on my hands being a bit of lady of pleasure. So I'm coming to you from Canberra, small pond there. Uh, yeah. Ah. <laughs> or like George. Lake George. I'm, uh, I'm referring to the uh, Zorba Bee for Saltus, uh, you know, small <laughs> pond because you're not in Sydney, you're not part of big media or whatever it was. Got to love it. I'm yeah, a I... I'm a
0: Exactly. I can't imagine Zorba backing down from anything, uh, to be honest. But anyway, uh, we'll look forward to see how that all plays out. Our to- Well, that that's our, might be part of our talk topic to today, and that is what you see is not what you get. We've got a, a chat with Nelson asifa solomona coming up. He's such an engaging fellow. Um, great chat, which is not exactly what I anticipated. Michelle, have you got one throughout your broadcasting career where you oh. met someone and changed their opinion?
1: Look, I'm I'm probably a little controversial with this one, but I am just going to put it out there, and that's Phil Gould. Um, yeah, a lot of people dislike him. Um, think, wow, he's just an angry, arrogant um, sort of bloke um, with a huge opinion. But I'd have to say, behind the scenes, he's one of the kindest, most genuine men I've met in my entire career. Calls it as he sees it, uh, so he's pretty genuine. And yeah, he's just a big, fat, cuddly bear. <laughs> he's not fat, nor is he. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm sure I, he'll is you this. he's
1: really going to have a crack at me. I'm expecting a text message anytime soon saying, are you kidding? So, yeah. I'm okay. Just,
0: yeah. Okay. Well, Michelle, that. you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to ensure that this what does get do? into the into the ears of um, Phil Gus Gould. So we have we there have ways go. to get there this goes. to him. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, if you're a Dragons fan right now, how are you feeling? Junior oh. Amon found guilty, uh, sentencing in December, but you've got some breaking news on this.
1: Yeah, well, he's obviously going to be stood down. Um, The Dragons will be sending a press release out on that one shortly. As you say, found guilty of, um, well, it's intimidation, it's assault occasioning actual bodily harm. So found guilty of arming himself with a hammer and chasing a tradesman off a roof, also Mm -hmm. damaging property. This incident happened, obviously, with his father earlier this year. His lawyer said it was a case of mistaken identity uh, when the verbal argument broke out at first. And would you believe it was over all things And Nissan Z- Navarra is what sparked it, a car that was parked on a nature strip. Um, it turned ugly, then obviously got so, you know, quite physical. As you say, sentenced on December 6th, uh, the drama is he's facing a maximum penalty of seven years jail, So it's huge. Oof. And uh, away from the serious side and the footy side of it, it's a bit of a blow to Shane Flanagan. He's obviously the club's first choice, five eight, um, five yep. eight. They're a bit uh, shorter cars. They've let Jaden Sullivan go. Uh, ben Hunt there, but doesn't want to be there, or does he want to be there? I'm not sure where that one. Got to follow the ball with that one. Um, obviously, Kyle Flanagan could be there. Their number six. It sort of worked out well for him. And I was looking at the the roster. Jack Bird hasn't played in the hard since 2012. Back, I think it was a uh, sorry 2022. Back in round uh, round six. So. A spot of bother there for the Dragons. Flanner um, will have to work himself around that one. But an awful, awful news for, for the family and, and for all those involved.
0: For everyone involved, in particular, uh, let's stay with the Dragons fans and what they work out with that. So last thing that Shane Flanagan wanted going into his first season as head coach there. Josh Adocard, speaking of Gus Gould, I reckon Gus is, you know, Fox's number's going to flash up on Gus's phone and he's going to get sick of talking about Josh Adokar. It would seem for all the wrong reasons in this off-season, Michelle.
1: Yeah, well, they had the meeting, the little meeting last week to clear the air. And uh, look, I can only imagine, and I haven't spoken um, in all honesty to to Gus about this, but uh, the Bulldogs calling him in for an HIA, talk about delayed um yeah he's going uh through through the medical stuff obviously um I, after speaking on his own podcast which is another you know well is this is this sort of a bit of a dangerous precedent that they're setting that he's, he's actually put himself out there saying that he was put to sleep before the infamous brawl at uh at the curry knockout on the central coast um and by the way on that one he's still appealing that two-match ban that he received for it but um, this is a very very interesting topic. This this brings up a whole lot of question marks. Now, uh, this particular uh, tournament, the Corey Knockout, is not sanctioned by the NRL. So you know we have to look at the protocols and stuff that are in place for these professional footballers to be to be playing in this arena. There's a, a lot. It used to be it used to be sanctioned by the New South Wales Rugby League. Uh, it is no longer. Sanctioned by them, so as I say, a whole lot of protocols really need to be put in place if these type of players are going to be uh, playing in them. Um, but I want to ask you the question, Jimmy, because this is one that's always played on my mind. Where does that leave the boxers um, that are stepping into the ring for these bouts uh, in the off season with these repeated knocks to the head? I mean, it's very, very similar. Um, were they called into their clubs after you know following the next day or whatever to see if there was ever ever sort of damage done like it's a real it's it's something that we're going to have to explore moving forward, especially when you know just how serious concussion is and where it's heading in terms of heading to courts which it is and it has across a couple of codes.
0: as far as yeah as far as the boxing thing and let's look at someone like a, a Jared Wallace say right so there was clear signs of or surely a concussion of some description. I've got no doubt that event last week was a fully sanctioned event. That is that there were medical professionals who were there and would have been able to attend to Jared Wallace and Ben Hannett and indeed anyone else that uh, suffered any sort of injury in that. So I think what what I'm saying is that, that at, at least we have the appropriate medical staff there. We do not know who was at the Koori Knockout or who wasn't as far as professional yeah. medical staff. I, I know all of the New Zealand camp, Michael Maguire is watching that because Big Nelson is one of his star players, an important player for him. If he copped the concussion mm. there, well, he's got to stand him down for, for two weeks. And so he could miss the best part of the Pacific Championship. So um, I think it's a, a separate these- issue, but an issue nonetheless.
1: No, that's exactly right. So it's, all, it's, it's good to have these conversations and say, yes, okay, there are protocols in place, there's medical staff in the building, um, all that sort of stuff. But, you know, years down the track when this sort of stuff gets taken to court, uh, I don't think that that sort of stuff will stand up. Like we really need to address these issues moving forward with players deciding to you know participate in other sports, um, whether they're sanctioned or not. It's, it's going to become topical.
0: Absolutely. Now you wanted to tell me about an incredible story about Riley Foster. Explain to me who Riley Foster is and what she's doing, Michelle.
1: Let's uh, talk the round ball game. So uh, soccer, football, whatever you want to call it um, in this country. Well, she's actually, she played for Liverpool over in the UK. This story, if you you ever need any kind of inspiration, I I was reading this thinking, my goodness me. She had a really serious car accident in October 2021. So really, realistically, um, when you look at her injuries, not that long ago, she was thrown from a windscreen of a car on an icy road in Finland. The injuries, I'll take you through some of them. So broken cheekbone, uh, misaligned jaw, uh, partly torn MCL, broke her neck in seven places, two lower back fractures, and she was actually paralyzed. Um, On the weekend, super special. She managed to make her way back, not just to, you know, be on the field to – be recognised that um, she actually debuted for the Wellington Phoenix uh, in, in the Women's A League and played her first game. Unfortunately, she didn't get the chocolates. It was uh, 1-0. They played against Melbourne City. But just, you know, Nick, I just wanted to mention this today just as an inspirational story for all of us. Like, what a recovery uh, to be able to have such a strong mindset and fight your way back from all of that. I, I thought she deserved a mention.
0: Uh, you say she didn't win. I reckon she did. I reckon there's a lot of people who oh, think... Oh, uh, big time. Yeah. That is incredible, Uh, incredible, yeah, a bit of inspiration for us all. Uh, Enjoy your time down there in that little pond, Michelle. (laughs)
1: Splashing away, just little splashes.
0: (laughs) Little little splashes and we will speak next week. Broadcast journalist Michelle Bishop there. So uh, she will be a regular on the program on a Wednesday. All right, let's get ourselves to the news. Keep those text messages coming in. Here we go, let's go to this one. Uh, G'day, Jimmy. On today's talk topic, my nomination is Cameron Smith. So the talk topic is what you see is not what you get. Uh, As a player, I couldn't stand him. But since joining SEN, I really enjoy listening to him. Cheers, the big G. So there you go. Nomination for Cameron Smith. All right, let's go to the news and then we're back with more.